God will continue to bless you and that God will continue to keep you. Amen. All those who are present, why don't you stand with us this morning as we are led in our praise song. Amen. I came to magnify the Lord. church. It's good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. A day that was not promised, but thank God he woke us up this morning. Hallelujah. Let us bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this beautiful, beautiful snowy day here, Lord, that you have created. You know exactly what you're doing. You set the moon in its place. You told the sun when to go down. You built the waters to rise up over the mountain. And then you said, stop, don't go any further. You created the land and all the creatures in the land. And you created us from dust, dear Lord. Put breath in our lungs. Let the blood run warm in our veins. Who are we to doubt you? done it all, dear Lord, and we're here to give you the praise. 
glory and the honor. We're thanking you especially today, dear Lord. We have we have baptism today, dear Lord. Those who are dedicating their life to you want the world to know. We're also dedicating children today, dear Lord. So that they may have your hand upon them and go throughout their life, dear Lord, inspiring and bringing others to the cross. We thank you, dear Lord, for this church. Thank you for the pastor, dear Lord. All that he's doing here, dear Lord, and working through you. Thank you for the music that's being played and the prayers that will be rendered today, dear Lord, and especially the word that will be shared. Keep us in your hands, dear Lord. We can't do anything without you, but with you we can do all things. And right now we're calling on you, dear Lord, that your presence, the Holy Spirit, would come and fill this place so that no one leaves this place, this service, this day, unsaved. We ask all of this in the righteous and holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes, church, this is a special day. And today, our, our reading comes to us from Selection 580, and it's entitled, of course, Baptism, taken from uh, the Gospel of Matthew and Romans. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Know ye not that so many of us are baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so also should we should also walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Everyone, likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
kitchen. You all may be seated at this time, just giving God praise and thanks for all of his blessings. And as we praise the Lord for being God and God all by himself. You know, it's truly a blessing to be able to have those who have given their heart and given their life over to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And one of the acts of faith with that is baptism. And we are just so blessed today to have two candidates for baptism, and uh, these two who we have, sisters Anisha Fuentes and brother Ray Parker, amen, are two who have came to know the Lord at a very young age, amen. But like many of us, when we were young and we were encouraged to be baptized, matter of fact, let me say, sometimes we were forced to be baptized when we were young, and not really having that full understanding of, of who God is and, and what he has done, can do, and will do in our lives. But there are some times in our life where we just want to renew that fellowship with God in such a special way and to uh, encourage and to let the world know that they plan on living and continuing to live their lives for the Lord. One of the things that baptism is, baptism is for believers. It's for those who have accepted and received Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And they have the intention to live their life for the Lord and to let the world know that my intention moving forward is that I'm going to live a life that's going to honor our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so that's what we have here today. We have Sister Denisha and Brother Raven, amen, who are here today, and they just want to renew that that right feeling, that vow that they took with the Lord of living their life for him and continuing to do so. We thank God because these two have been using what God has given them, their gifts, their talents, their treasures, and giving them back to the Lord. And so they just want to continue to have that unction in them that whatever I do, I want to bless and glorify the Lord with. Amen. And so we're going to, at this time, have the baptism of Sister Denisha and Brother Ray. Come on, let's give the Lord praise today. Amen. so blessed to have Sister Denisha. The Lord has certainly blessed her. He has gifted her in so many 
grateful and thankful for this opportunity to be able to baptize her here. Sister Zanisha, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes, I have. Amen. Amen. Now I'm on the profession of your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I now baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. to have Brother Raymond Parker, amen, and as we did with Sister Zanisha, Brother Ray has been working in this vineyard for the Lord for a mighty long time, and we are grateful that the Lord has placed in his heart a desire uh, to be baptized on this day. Uh, Brother Ray wanted to share something with you all before the baptism. It's called Trust and Obey. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing me to have this opportunity to renew my faith in you and recognize your will that I should follow. Thank you, Lord, for all of the blessings you have provided in my life to deepen my conviction to be not as Jonah, but to trust and obey what you would have me to do. I'm so truly blessed to undertake this renewal with my family, my wife, daughters, assorted relatives, the ancestors whose uh, Bible of nearly 100 years I have with me today, my church family, friends from my youth, from college, and neighbors and my commission of brothers, I now affirm, as said in Corinthians 12, 2, 13, for by one spirit are we baptized in one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. And in Titus 3, 5, not by works of righteousness, by we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration, by the renewing of the Holy Spirit. May I continue to be blessed by God and have the Holy Spirit descend upon me. In Jesus' name, I do give thanks and pray. Amen. church say amen. amen amen let's bow our heads in prayer 
Eternal God, our Father, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for the blessings of this day. We thank you, Lord God, for Sister Zanisha and Brother Ray, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to their hearts and placing the desire for them to be baptized in a renewal on this day. Father, we thank you for what you've already done in their lives. And, Lord, we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. We ask a special blessing be upon both of their families, Lord God. Lord, we just ask that you would just continue to use Anisha, continue to use Ray in a way that you alone receive the glory, the praise, and the honor. For we ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, that the church say, Amen. Amen. what you just witnessed. These folks want everybody to know that they have now entrusted their lives into the mighty hands of our Lord and Savior. If you haven't been baptized, you should consider it. It's written. It's biblical. He wants us to be baptized. He wants us to be submerged in him. He wants to be our all in all. Can I get an amen? At this time, we ask you to please stand for our congregational hymn, number 325. We'll understand it better by and by.
we say to thank you. That song, my grandmother and my mom Mary used to sing that song while she was hanging clothes up on the line. I could hear her. I could still hear her. By and by, when the morning comes. We want to welcome each and every one of you this morning and appreciate the fact that you decided to come out to worship with us here on Back to Church Sunday. We thank you for taking the time to join with us, and I know that you will be blessed as you start your year out here in the house of the Lord. Our new church theme for 2024. We start the new church year and we share with you our new Second Baptist Church theme for 2024. Our new theme this year will be sharing God's taken from 1 John 4 and 7, which says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Can we get an amen? Let us love one another. Sharing God's love. 2024. Martin Luther King Day of Service, MLK Day. The service will be on Monday, January 15th. At 10 a.m., it's going to be right here uh, at Second Baptist of Doylestown. Now, there's going to be a number of community organizations will be here doing service projects to help those in need. You are welcome to join us that day. Additional information is on the website and will be in the weekly e-blast. That's, again, Monday, January 15th, 10 a.m. MLK Day of Service. It's offering time, church. Time to give back a portion of what God so graciously has given us. And we thank you and appreciate you in advance for your giving this morning. We have three ways to give here at the church. First, in person. If you look to the rear of the church, you can place your tithes and offerings in the offering box that is at the back of the church. We also can give online. Uh, please use the giving button on the church website to submit your tithes and your offerings. And, of course, you can do it your traditional, old-fashioned way by mail. You can just mail your tithes and offerings directly to the church. Um, so, again, we thank you in advance for what you're about to give. Pastor always says, and I have to totally agree, it's all God's anyway. You ain't going to beat God in the giving business. He knows exactly what, uh, what you need before you need it. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we again thank you for the opportunity to give back a portion of what you have so graciously given us, dear Lord. You even said that you know what we need before we even ask. We just want to thank you, dear Lord. Please accept these gifts and offerings. Let them be used to the upbuilding of thy kingdom. We trust you in everything that we do, dear Lord, and you promised that you would never leave nor forsake us. Bless us now in this giving. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, Reverend Tola, there's a young man in here named Lincoln that's coming to be dedicated. And uh, let's do it.
this is a grand day. And I had the opportunity to dedicate a young man who has blessed our family in a mighty way. His name is Lincoln Emanuel Tory. There's some discussion about that first name. I like that first name. Doesn't look like he's Children are a gift from God. Psalms 127 verse 3 proclaims that sons are a heritage from the Lord. Children are a reward from Him. As believers, we are called to recognize that children belong first and foremost to God. God in His goodness gives children as gifts to parents. They not only have the awesome responsibility of caring for this gift, but also the wonderful privilege of enjoying the gift. Because children belong to God and are given by grace as gifts to parents, it is only proper and appropriate that children be dedicated back to God. We're told in 1 Samuel chapter 1, Hannah presented her son Samuel to the Lord. In Luke 2 and verse 22, we read that Mary and Joseph brought their baby Jesus to the temple in Jerusalem in order to present him before the Lord. Today, in the same way, John and Lauren Toller will bring their son, Lincoln Manley Toller, presenting first themselves and then their son before the Lord, our God. Accompanying them, in, men, in making this commitment are the godparents, Chris Newman and Casey Rotman. Also witnessing this as well are grandparents and other family and friends. At this time, I want to call Lincoln and his parents to the front, followed behind them, the family and friends. And the godparents, Chris Newman and Casey John and Lauren, I call your attention to the commands of God recorded in Holy Scripture. Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 7 tells us, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be up them upon young Lincoln. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. John and Lauren, love God with every ounce and fiber of your energy, 
and teach Lincoln to do the same. As you love God and one another, you will model before Lincoln a wonderful love for God that he will want for himself. I ask now that you enter into the following commitment in the presence of God and his people, so that Lincoln may walk in the abundant life that Christ offers. John and Lauren vow by God's help and in partnership with the church to provide Lincoln a Christian home of love and peace, to raise him in the truth of our Lord's instruction and discipline, and to encourage him to one day trust Jesus Christ as his Savior and Lord. John and Lauren, please answer, will you follow this vow? If we do. Modeling this kind of love cannot be done alone. It requires the help of others. For this reason, John and Lauren call upon the help of the godparents. Casey. Where's Chris? I now direct my question to you. By coming forward before God and his people, do you hereby declare your desire to help John and Lauren fulfill the vows they just made by becoming Lincoln's godparents? If so, please respond by, we do. Amen. Finally, I ask that the church make a vow as well. There's an old proverb that says, it takes a village. first responsibility, but parents need the help and support of the community, so I direct my question now to the church. Do you vow by God's help to be faithful in your calling as members of the body of Christ, to help these parents be faithful to God, and to help teach and train Lincoln in the ways of the Lord so that he might one day trust him as Savior and Lord? If you accept this responsibility, please respond by saying, we do. Amen. Let us pray. Dear God, send your Holy Spirit daily to lead, guide, and counsel Lincoln. Always assist him to grow in wisdom and stature, in grace and knowledge and kindness, compassion and love. May Lincoln serve you faithfully with his whole heart, devoted to you all the days of his life. May he discover the joy of your presence through a daily relationship with your son, Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I got one question for you. Who did Jesus love? favorite song is Jesus loves me this I know and he sings it to the glory of God amen y'all may be seated and thank you on behalf of Lincoln all right now I need to borrow that suit
Let the church say amen. What a beautiful moment, what a beautiful time, and to have a grandfather be able to dedicate grandson. Lincoln, you did a great job. God bless you. watches our service on live stream down in Maryland uh, with his uh, parents. And so, uh, although we haven't had a chance to talk, we recognize one another, amen. And so he's waving. And so just happy. And to the family that is here, uh, to Lauren, your family, all the visitors who are here, we praise God uh, for you. Thank you, Reverend Toller. I miss the Reverend Toller. Had a lot of things going on today. I didn't know if I could make it back out here in time. And so it's a wonderful thing to have uh, the grandfather be able to dedicate a grandson. And so we are grateful and thankful for that. Amen. Normally on the first Sunday of the new year, we have an installation of our officers. Uh, but with all this snow, and, and matter of fact, we didn't quite get all of what they said we were going to get. And matter of fact, the roads and all are fine. But I see that there are many who are not here today uh, who would be coming in as officers. So I'm going to do an executive order. I'm going to postpone that uh, for today. And that we're going to have the installation of officers on next Sunday. So whether the weather's good or bad, we're getting them out here. Amen. So uh, for all of our officers, uh, let's make sure that we are here on next Sunday. Uh, and we will have our installation of officers at that time. You know, God has blessed us here at Second Baptist with such great gifts and talents for uh, those who attend here. We have many that have uh, multiple gifts, and we are blessed this morning to have one of our members of the church who is going to bless us in song this morning, Sister Linda Gunderson. We're Sister Linda. Amen. Let's welcome her as she comes up. I've heard Sister Linda sing from the seats. How many of you know that there's like a, a major choir in the seats? Amen. But when I ask them to come on and do that thing, you know, it doesn't always happen that way. But we are just so grateful and thankful that she is willing to use the gift that God has given her. Amen. I know Linda said I'm a little nervous and all, but I just want to let Linda know that God's got it. He's got you covered. Come on, let's encourage Sister Linda Gunderson.
Let the church say amen. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful rendition. Thank you, Linda, for I know that your schedule is always a little tight, and I thank God that he made a way for this to happen for today. Now, you know, once I get it up there, <laughs> I expect to see it again. And so just thanking God for all those. But we're going to have a prayer by one of our deacons, and we're going to be blessed with a song. Good morning, church family. Oh, welcome to the first Sunday of 2024. So it is a really good opportunity for us all to be in the right place on that first day. So before I pray, I was trying to think, okay, what can I say about anything? So uh, what I was driving in today, um, I was listening to the radio. And I was listening to the event that happened earlier this week with an airplane in which the siding came off of the airplane. Can you imagine how you would feel sitting in an airplane when the siding comes off? And as they were telling the story, the NTSB lady was saying how fortunate those people were because the siding came off as the plane was going up. Had they reached cruising altitude, they, that little sign in the airplane that says you may now get up and roam the plane and go to the bathroom would have come off. And when that siding had come off, it would have been a much more tra a very tragic event. And so as we think about how fortunate those people are, how fortunate each of us are, to be able to see another Sunday, to have another opportunity to get closer to God. Um, and I'm sure many of them thought about that in that moment. And now they have that chance. And as we think about and as we pray today, we should be thinking, each of us have that chance at this moment to get closer. So, let us all bow our heads. Dear Lord, we come before you thankful. Thankful for all that you have done. Thankful for the opportunity again to get closer to you. Thanking you for helping us to make it through 2023 and opening doors for 2024. Dear Lord, we, as always, thank you for the triumphs and we also thank you for the challenges. For without those challenges, we do not build those muscles. We do not get stronger. But as you give us those challenges, you also give us that grace and we thank you. So, Lord, as we are here today, we ask that you look down upon us, look down upon our pastor, look down upon the preaching today. Lord, help us to open our eyes, our ears, and our hearts to receive your message. And, Lord, as always, please give us the will to act upon that message. Lord, in each and every opportunity that you give us, we thank you. And as we go forward, we hope to spread the hope and joy that you give us. In your name, we pray. Amen.
From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Because all my life you have been faithful, and all my life you have been so.
Your goodness is running out, it's running out to me. Your goodness is running out, it's running out to me. My life laid up, surrender now, I give you everything. Your goodness is running out, it's running out to me. Your goodness is running out. Running out to me, and your goodness is running out. It's running out to me. When my life is out, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running out. It's running out to me. Cause all my life you have been faithful. Oh, yes, you have. All my life, you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. I will sing of the goodness of God. sing of the goodness of God. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. I want to thank Sister Denise, amen, Pastor Paul, amen, Brother Chris back there on the drums and such gifts that God has given and uh, I'm just so grateful and thankful that you are using them to uplift the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to Parker family, amen, who is here, praise God for you, uh, to the Toller family and each and every one of you who are here with us today. We're here because of the goodness of the Lord, amen, and all of his blessings. And so we just say, thank you, God, for all of your blessings. Before I go into my message, I, I want to share with you, we have an upcoming event here at Second Baptist on uh, Saturday, February the 10th. And it is our Lunch and Learn, and you see the flyer that is up uh, on the screen. It's going to take place on February 10th at 12 o'clock. It is a celebration of black history here in Bucks County. Some of you may not know that uh, in Bucks County that they have uh, purchased property.
property, there is a building being built right now that is going to house the African American Museum of Bucks County. And so uh, we are doing our part in helping out our uh, Christ and Cultural Humility ministry here at the church, along with Doylestown Presbyterian Church, is sponsoring this event. Uh, there's going to be a lunch that's going to take place. We have a number of speakers that are there. Our backbench boys, amen, are going to be singing. Uh, this is a fundraiser, amen. And so uh, we are asking that if you would be so kind to join us on that day. Uh, the cost is $15 for adults. Children 10 and under are free. Uh, and then we have a setup uh, to get a little family discount. If you have three or more adults, uh, there will be uh, no more than $40 will be charged uh, for that. Again, the proceeds are going to support the new home of the Bucks County African American Museum. It's going to be a great time. So we want to invite and encourage each of you, please share it uh, with others as well. It's going to be an outstanding day, amen. Some of our folk, I think, are doing some soups and, and all, and I don't know what else they have, but it's lunch, amen. So I'm assuming there's some other items there. But please put that on your calendar to join us on Saturday, February the 10th at 12 p.m. noon, amen. We want to praise the Lord for Brother Ray and Sister Zanisha on their baptism this morning, amen. And for John and Lauren, amen. God bless you. And, and little Lincoln, who is, Lincoln's having a good time over there. I mean, he is really enjoying himself this morning as they presented their son before the Lord. And I want to thank each and every one of you, those of you who were able to join us in person today. We praise God, all you brave souls who knew that the Lord was going to make a way somehow and that the roads would be clean and everything would be okay. We also want to thank those who are watching by live stream today. Amen. Wherever you are, if you still got your pajamas on and, and your coffee cup, whatever you're doing, amen, we thank you that you are with us today. I pray that everyone had a wonderful and a blessed New Year's. Amen. We ought to thank God that we made it into a brand new year. Amen. Thank God for all of his blessings and what he's done for us. And you do know that not everybody made it into 2024. Amen. Not everybody made it. And you listen, this past year has been challenging. I, I've discovered something. The older I get, it seems like these years get a little more challenging each year. Amen. There's a few more things that are going on. And it looks like we're going to start out this new year with 2024 with some of the same challenges that we had last year. I understand COVID is coming back, amen, and uh, children are heading to the hospitals, the flu's still around, RSV, you name it, it's still around. But I believe that God's going to do a new thing in 2024, amen, somebody? You see, Satan is busy. I think we all know that Satan is busy. He's trying to do his best to tear us apart, to tear the country apart, to tear the whole world apart, amen? All kind of discord, there's confusion that's all around. But how many of you know that God is able to overcome anything that Satan will throw our way, amen? I have any 2024 believers in here today, amen? And I believe, church, that God's desire for us in 2024 is that people would come together as one in Christ, and that we share God's love with one another. Amen. And that we be the church that God has ordained for us to be. 
You know, as we begin this new year, we have a new church theme that we're rolling out that's going to be our highlight for this year. And our new church theme for 2024 is sharing God's love. Amen. That's our church theme for 2024, sharing God's love. And it's taken from the book of 1 John, in the fourth chapter, verses 7 through 21. If you'd be so kind just to stand with me to read God's word. I did say 7 through 21, so it's rather long. So if you get tired, just feel free to take a seat. Amen. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. This is the King James Version. For the word of God says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth, not God. For God, church, is love. And this was manifested, the love of God towards us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be a propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby, hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? This commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. Amen. You know, on this first Sunday of the new year, I want you to turn and tell your neighbor to share God's love. Yeah. Tell them again like you meet it this morning, to share God's love. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Let us bow our head in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to experience this first Sunday of a brand new year. We thank you, God, for the baptisms that took place with Sister Zanisha and Brother Ray. We thank you, God, for the baby presentation, child presentation today with the Colers. Lord God, we ask that you would continue to bless them. 
We thank you for the songs that have been sung. We thank you, God, for the prayers that have been prayed. But, Lord, we need to hear a word from thee. We ask, God, that you would open up our hearts and minds as we receive your word. God, if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally in the pardoning of his sins, we pray, God, that upon your word coming forth that someone will be moved and cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? But we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. Sharing God's love. Have you ever stopped and wondered what the world would really be like if everyone would begin to love one another? The way that God calls us to love. What a wonderful place it would be. Amen. It would be a wonderful place, wouldn't it? If mankind would begin to share God's love one with another. And we need to love one another because God loves us. Amen. And if you don't believe that's true, all you got to do is look at God's word. The Bible overflows with evidence that God loves you. Amen. In this first chapter, this chapter four, verse John chapter four, is one of the classic passages in the Bible on God's love. Many times we're familiar with um, 1 Corinthians 13, which is known as the love chapter. But there are many other passages of scripture that speak about God's love in the Bible. And here we find the Apostle John, he is writing to a group of Christians who aren't terribly sure about God's love. They were struggling in their faith. They had been going through some trials and tribulations and they were wondering, does God really love us? And you see, John wanted to reassure them about God's love. And I believe that this message that John was sharing with those Christians of yesteryear is the same message he desires to share with us today, that God really loves us. Amen. Anybody believe that today, that God really loves you? Amen. And what I like about God's words, because John tells us where you can see God's love in action, amen? But, but more than that, he wants us to live as those who are loved by God, amen? Because the truth is, so many people today don't know how loved they are by others, amen? You got folk running around, they think that everybody hates them and that uh, nobody cares about them, amen? Uh, and many don't have a clue how much God really loves them, amen? And when I think about it, God's love is so deep. It's so wide and so amazing. And to be honest with you, it's a tragedy to miss out on his love, amen? His God's love is available for you right now, amen? So what I want to do, I want you to listen to what John says about God's love in verses 9 and 10 of this text. Listen to what it says. It says, in this was manifested the love of God toward us. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world, that we might live through him. Amen. And herein is love. John said herein is love, that not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be a propitiation then for our sins. Amen. You see, God's love can be seen in the way because he sent his son into the world. 
he became a propitiation for our sins. Now, we don't use that term that much anymore, propitiation, amen. That's one of the big long words and terms. But, but it means that Christ satisfied the wrath of God against sin and sinners. And that he made an atonement for our sins, amen. See, the, the truth is God can't tolerate sin being around him, amen. Because God is a perfectly holy God. He's a perfectly good God, and he can't just look at sin and just shrug his shoulders and, and let you get over and get by on it. Amen? God has to do something about it. And John said it, that God loved us so much that he sent his own son to be a propitiation and atonement for our sins. Amen? And listen to me, church. And because of his love for us and what Jesus did on the cross, by paying our sin debts in full, that my sins and your sins have been dealt with. Amen? Now, that is if you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen? And so Jesus is the one who brings us life. Amen, church? The reality is we ought to be dead in our trespasses right now before God. But, but now we live because of what Jesus Christ did for us. Amen? Is anybody glad that we have a God and a Savior? Who was willing to sacrifice that? You know, I was thinking about the sacrifice that the Lord made. And just this week, I was thinking about those who donate organs. Those who donate their kidneys for transplants. Some are donated at the time of death. They may have put it in there on their license or, or whatever. But there are others who voluntarily donate one of the kidneys to those in need. And the person who receives a new kidney, they, gets a, they get a new a chance on life, amen? They don't, may not have to do dialysis anymore, and possibly it saves their life, amen? But it's an extraordinary kind thing to do, that you are putting your own life in danger to have that kidney removed, amen? And many times it's for, it's for a complete stranger, somebody they don't even know. Some of you know that my brother Ron is the recipient of a kidney transplant, and I'm thankful that he's still here with us, Amen? Church, Jesus is the propitiation for our sins so that we might live through him. Amen? And, and this isn't just something God did for a few people uh, or in the corner. Amen? If you look at verse 14, listen to what it says. Because it says, and we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be, to be the Savior of the world. Amen? And when I hear that, all I got to say is thank you, Lord, because I'm in the we, and you're in that we as well. Amen, somebody. To be loved like that, church, it's amazing. And it changes your life when you think about how good God has been to us. Amen. And, and, and now John shows us, though, in the text that there are three ways, church, that will be changed by God's love that he has in us. There's three ways that will be changed. Number one is that will reflect God's love. Amen? Secondly, we'll rely on God's love. And third, that we can relax because of God's love. Amen? You see, the first way will be changed by God's love. And I'm so grateful and thankful for God's love because it changes us. And the first way that it will change us in God's love is that it will reflect it as we love each other. God's love gets reflected to others. Amen? And it really comes through here through this passage. Let me go back for a minute to, to verses 7 and 8. Listen to what it says again. Verse 7 and 8. It says, Beloved, 
Let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone, amen, that, that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. And verse 8 says that he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God, church, is what? God is love. Verse 11 says this, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Amen? And listen to verse 19 real quick. Listen to what it says. That we love him because he first loved us. Amen? What John is really saying here, church, is that you can tell who really knows God. Amen? You can tell who really loves God. Amen? Uh, because it's going to come out in the way that they relate to other Christians. Amen? They'll reflect it. They'll love each other. You're going to see it. You can't miss it. Amen? And you know what? John actually got that line from Jesus. Jesus said in John 13, 34, Jesus said this. Y'all know what he said? He said, a new commandment that I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love what? That you love one another. And church, when somebody knows they're really loved, you can tell it. Amen? You ever see a, a young couple who's engaged? They're getting ready to get married. And you ever see the faces that they have on there? Some of y'all have been married a long time. Sister Hamlin and I have been married a long time. And we used to have that kind of look on our face. Amen, somebody. Anybody been married for a little while? You know the look kind of changes a little bit. Now, we still love one another, but it ain't all of that, all that, you know, falling out, and you know, like you were when you were, getting, you were engaged back in the day. Amen. Can I get an amen in here from some? The men in here are scared to say something that they're going to get some retribution. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> John says that when someone has experienced the love of God, you can tell it. Amen, somebody. You might be able to see the excitement visibly, or you may not. Some of y'all keep it down on the down low. Amen with it. But one thing that, church, you definitely want to see is this, that they'll love their Christian brothers and sisters. Amen. It's a blessing. When you have been around other Christians, and you can just tell. You can feel it. We were somewhere, uh, had went to a restaurant, and we had a long wait line of, of uh, people. And was sitting next to someone and hadn't said a word, but just observing. And the lady turned to me and said, you're a minister, aren't you? I said, yeah, you know, I'm not I, I can tell. I just, I, ain't, I hadn't said one word. But it's in you. Amen. Anybody got that stuff, that good stuff in you? Amen. That's the first way that God's love changes us, that we reflect it and we love each other. Amen. Now, the second way that we'll be changed by God's love is that we'll rely on it. Amen. We'll rely on God's word. We'll trust the eyewitnesses. Amen. Because the love of God, that's not a theory. It's not uh, something that a philosopher dreamt up. John and the other disciples were eyewitnesses. To the life of Jesus. Amen. That's why John could write amen in verse 14 of this text. Listen to what he said. This is why he could write it. He said, and we have seen and do testify that the father sent the son to be the savior of the world. He said, we have seen and we do testify ourselves that the father sent the son to be the savior of the world. Amen, somebody. That's what our witnesses had to say. They saw it. 
And our part, church, is that we are to believe them. Amen? Because verse 15, the very next verse, listen to what it says. It says, whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, because God dwelleth in him, and he in God. Amen, somebody? You see the order? That God's love was seen when Jesus lived and died. Those first disciples, the apostles, they witnessed this with their own eyes. Amen. They saw, and here's the part I like, and they testified. Amen, somebody. That they testified. Amen. They came to know God's love for us. Because God's love is a historical event. Amen, somebody. It was seen in the death of his son. If you want to get saved, then trust in God's word. Amen. Rely upon it and open up your heart to the Lord. Amen. Now, there's a third way that we've changed by God's love. And that is that you relax because of it. Amen. We don't have to fear the judgment as those who don't know who the Lord Jesus Christ is. God's love leads us to love others. And it leads us to trust those who wrote that book. Amen. But that's not the final goal of all of this. I want you to look at verse 17. Listen to what it says. I'm going right down through the word. Amen. Listen to what verse 17 says. Verse 17 says, herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Amen, somebody. The word perfected is a word used for reaching a destination. Amen. So what John is really saying that this is how God's love reaches its goal. This is how it arrives at its destination in us. Amen. Because we have the confidence for the day of judgment. We don't have to worry about it like others does. Matter of fact, listen to what verse 18 says. Listen to what it says. Verse 18 says that there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts us out. What? Fear. Because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Amen, somebody? Listen, we've all sinned. All of us. Amen. And we've all fallen short of the glory of God. And I'm sure that every one of us got some things to be ashamed of. You know, I've said before, thank God that God doesn't do us like we do him. If God did us like he did him, we would have that projector, that big screen up there. And it put up all of our life situations and all of our stuff. Amen. We'd be ashamed and have to run out the back of the door. Amen, somebody. But perfect love casts out fear. I know that God loves me, and I know he loves you. Amen. And I know that God loved me enough to send his son to die for me. Amen. And I know that Jesus took all of my sins, my punishment on him. And for that, I say, Lord, thank you for all of your blessings. Can I ask you all this morning, is anybody glad this morning that God loves you? Does anybody appreciate what the Lord has done on your behalf? I'm wondering this morning, are you really grateful this morning? Come on, don't play with me this morning. Are you really grateful for what the Lord has done for you? Is anybody grateful just to take 20 seconds and just give God praise for all of his blessings, for his glory? Are you grateful for a God who loves you? Are you grateful for Jesus sacrificing his life on Calvary? Are you grateful for his grace? Are you grateful for his mercy? 
Are you grateful for his love? Are you grateful here for his compassion? Are you grateful for his forgiveness? Are you grateful that you made it into a new year? Are you grateful for your family? Are you grateful for your job? Are you grateful for your church? Are you grateful for those baptized this morning? Amen. Are you grateful for John and Lauren? Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise and thank God for being the God that he is. Hallelujah. Stand with me. Stand with me. Sharing God's love. That's our thing for 2024. To share God's love with one another. My question to you this morning, are you ready to share God's love? Because God shared his love for us, for me, and he shared it for you. And one way we can respond to the blessings of God is by acknowledging him in our life, living our life for him. But there may be some here today who have never received Jesus Christ personally as their Savior. But on this first Sunday of a brand new year, God's given you an opportunity. He's given you a time that is appointed just for you to give your heart and to give your life to Jesus. Our, our deacons are going down the aisle. They got our brothers. They have their arms outstretched to you. There may be someone here today. If you today, if this were the last day we had, and do you know whether or not you would be with the Lord? Amen. If you're unsure today, you can be sure by giving your heart and giving your life to Jesus. Amen. Our deacons are just going to try and just to encourage you because there may be someone who is unsure right now or, or maybe just concerned or maybe not bold enough to come forward. And so they want to help you. If you're here today and the Lord is speaking to you, if he's speaking to your heart, just come today just as you are. Amen. You don't have to worry about trying to clean yourself up or fix yourself. God's got all of that handled. All you have to do is come to confess that I'm a sinner, God, and I'm in need of a Savior. Lord, come into my heart and to my life and to make my life brand new. Amen. Maybe you live in this community and you have been searching and you have been looking for a church home. We invite and encourage you to unite in fellowship here at Second Baptist. We would love to have you. Amen. Is the Lord, if he's speaking to you, just come down, just as you are. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. You need to get yourself, our house, in order. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. You may be seated as our deacons and our deaconess prepare themselves for our period of Holy Communion. If you did not receive a communion cup that is out on the table when you came in, we would ask that you would raise your hand so that our ushers can distribute that. Is there anyone who has not received the communion cup? take of this communion, we need to ask ourselves if, if we have made things right with the Lord. Is there something that is holding you back or 
concerning you and your life situation, just ask the Lord to help you. Lord, provide in me a clean heart as I partake of this holy communion. Lord, have mercy. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus and they said unto him, Master, where shall thou we prepare to eat the Passover? And Jesus said unto them, To go into the city to such a man, and to say unto him, The Master saith, My time is at hand. I will eat the Passover at thy house, along with thy disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. come, Jesus sat down with the twelve, and he said unto them, As often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you do proclaim the Lord's death till we come. So let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of this bread and drink of this cup. We will have a prayer of thanksgiving for the bread and the wine by Deacon Booker Perry. Father God, we give you all the praise, honor, and glory, because you're so worthy to be praised. Father, as Deacon Sharp said, thank you for allowing us to see another day, allowing us to see another Sunday, to worship you, to remember you, to just reflect on all the sacrifices you made for us. We think about you up on the cross and your flesh being torn and your bones being broken and the blood being shed. Let us just remember the sacrifices you made for us. You told us if we hide your word in our heart so that we would not sin against you. Let us just think about that. Let us think about how all things are. We can do all things through you, Father God. Let's just reflect on your promises as we look into 2024 and just be thankful for the blessings that you bestowed upon us. Father, we love you. We praise you. We honor you. We ask all these things in your son's precious name, Jesus Christ.
church say amen. If you will take your communion cup at this time and remove the wafer. On the night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it. And he gave it unto them, saying, Take, eat, this is my body that was broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Let us eat together. Jesus was betrayed, he took a cup, he gave, blessed it and gave thanks unto it. He gave it to them, saying, Take, drink, this is my blood that was shed for many for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me. Let us drink together. When they had sung a hymn, they went out and up into the Mount of Olives. If you be so kind to stand with us, amen. As we thank God for all of his blessings, what a mighty God we serve. Come on, let's give the Lord praise. Savior be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. Give somebody a holy hug today. Amen. Let them know that you love them. 